All chaos reigns in a birdless world. Enemies abound for Jonathan Livingston Selgold, the one and only bird of salesmen should fear the rise of this rotten rogues gallery. As the noble bird clings to life in an undisclosed location, the enemies of the Justice Society run amok, stopping you from financially supporting Smodco. Hear their names, Tootface, the listener who takes all the free audio you dish out, but then bitches about the prices of the live show and never goes. Uh, look at that. Who's coming from the shadows there? It's Mistress Freeze, the fiendish femme fatale who runs your life and crushes your dreams of oral. Saying not that kind of oral, this kind of oral, live shit oral. Saying shit like, you're not dragging me any smart shows in my night off. Bullshit. You listen to too much of that fat guy as it is, mister. And of course, we can never forget the bird of salesmanship's most hated foe. The prickly pri- prince of pauper makers. The Montebank of moths in your wallet, man. I'm talking about the broker with Jonathan Livingston sales goal. Nowhere to be found. Who will protect csmod.com from the vituperations of these vile villains? Oh, you hear that barking? It's getting closer. Holy shit, could it be? Oh my god, it is! We're saved! It's the bird of salesmanship's old pals. The smiling cell hounds. The hounds of cell. They'll stand for Gotham when her champions felled like Norman. Oh, the hounds of cell have those registered dogs on the run, children. Look up! Mistress Freeze, Tood Face, the broker, pow, biff, bam, man, they gone. Goner and made in Jersey. CBS show or Animal Practice, the NBC show. Goner and Rhea. Not, I meant the disease, not Perlman, but now that kind of works too, man. Hey, the hounds of cell have little barrels under their necks, man. What's in there? Oh, they're carrying around savings for you. They're carrying info on live Smodco shows, man, so you could sustain yourself in the harsh elements of a birdless world. The hounds of cell need money. Blood money to carry on the bird of salesmanship war on b- boredom and banality, man. Dates coming up, man, where you can see a live Smodco show. Give us some of your money. The bird, still no word on the bird. But don't worry, the cell hounds got our back, as you can hear. The hounds of cell are telling us, telling you where to go, man. They're telling you right now. Go see a live Smodco show, man. October 27th, John Lovett's Podcast Theater, Comedy Club and Podcast Theater. It's a Hollywood Babylon twofer, man. Two, two, twofer. Not two for one, though. Fuck that. Uh, two different shows, man. An 8 o'clock and a 10 o'clock. At 8 o'clock on October 27th, that's uh, this Friday, you can watch me and Ralph do Hollywood Babylon, man. We're back at the Lovitz after uh, having been off for a week and in Vegas the week after. And in Reno the week before that. Wow, it was the first time we back at, at the Lovitz in a while. That's 8 o'clock. 10 o'clock, man. Hollywood Babylon Comic-Con Theater. Yeah, it's back, man. We're doing the last part of uh, Batman Cacophony. And uh, Ralph Garman is a one-man fucking show, man. One-man force to be regular. I just sit next to him, read the narrative. That's 10 o'clock at the John Loves Podcast Theater. Tickets at csmod.com. I think there's a you can buy them singly or there's a twofer price on that as well, man. A twofer, as they say up in Canada. I believe some of the dogs... The Hounds of Cell originate from Canada. I want to say Halifax. 
Yeah, you can hear it in the bark, man. All that seawater. You know, right there on the fucking Fat Atlantic where I grew up. Uh, okay, man, where else can uh, can folks go see a smod, uh, live Smodco show? How about this, man? We're into November. November 7th in Buffalo, New York, man. 7.30 p.m. You can go see me at the Center for the Arts. Live at the Center for the Arts. Shaggy, I'm telling him. Pipe down. Shaggy's trying to join the, the Hounds of Cell, but they ain't having it, man. Like, we don't go for German bitches. November 8th, Jay and Silent Bob get old at the Ridgefield Playhouse in Connecticut. Kevin Smith by himself, by his damn self, man. I stood next to Muse on November 8th. November 10th, I'm standing alone, man, uh, at the Greenville, South Carolina Peace Center. Come see an evening with Kevin Smith. Ask me anything, man. Just like a Reddit AMA, but live and in person. Uh, show starts 8 p.m., man. Tickets at csmod.com. Uh, November 11th, I rejoin Jason Muse in Charlotte, North Carolina, man. We go to the Fillmore to Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. November 11th, 8 p.m., right there in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, November 17th, might as well keep going, man. Me and Ralph are at the Lovitz again. So if you're booking way out, don't forget that date. And, uh, and then at the end of the month, shit, man, we're coming out east, son, kind of. Well, western Pennsylvania, east from where I am right now. Uh, November 24th, it's an evening with Kevin Smith live at the Carnegie Music Hall of Homestead out there in Munhall, Pennsylvania, man. Real close to Pittsburgh, so you Pittsburgh folks ain't watching no Penguin games unless uh, they drop the puck November November 24th. Get your ass over to the Carnegie, man. We'll talk hockey. It'll be a good time. And speaking of hockey towns, Philly, man. Me and Ralph. Me and Ralph Garman. Me and Ralph Garman. We're coming out to do uh, Hollywood Babylon at the World Cafe Live. There ain't many tickets left, so... Act fucking fast. That's November uh, 25th, man. Those those are live shows right there. Don't forget, Comic Book Men is happening right now. Uh, every Sunday night after the Walk and Talk of Dead, I think it's 1130, unless you got like that satellite, sweet satellite feed. Although not on Dish, bitches. Um, Comic Book Men, we're into episode two this week. It was a great premiere for us last week. Wonderful numbers. AMC, very happy. We're very happy. Check out episode two. This week's brand new pods, man. You got a new uh, Hollywood Babylon. You got uh, me and Ralph in Vegas. And you got a new Smodcast with uh, me and Scott uh, talking about Teen Mo, Kev. You got new Jay and Bob get old with me and Jay Muse. These mighty cell hounds have our backs, man. Take us out, cell hounds. Go see Smod. Go. Go see some Smod. Go. I am a cell hound telling you to see Smod. See Smod.com for all the tickets. Smodcast.com just to go listen to free shit, man. Episodes in so far, people still listen. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, some people might say we've gotten better. What? Yeah. Your, my mom called you too? Yeah. <laughs> she calls me every day. Oh. <laughs> what does she say? Late at night. Oh, boy. That's weird because it's like she's in Florida, so it's going to be extra late for her. Yeah, but she's a night owl. Yeah, sure. The things you <laughs> That's don't my know mom. about your mom. <laughs> she's a I'm night owl. a book. The thing, Matt. <laughs> The things Matt doesn't know about his mom. Oh, 
I don't know tattoos. what that book would be like. I wouldn't want to read it. You wouldn't want to read it? Someone wrote a book about your mother, things yeah. you didn't know about your mom. Would you read it? As long as it was based in fact. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't literally want to read 300 pages of, like, false <laughs> Accusations. But if it was, like, real stuff, or if I looked to my mom, she was just like, eh, you know. Did some young. crazy shit back then, Scott. Yeah, you know. Uh, we got a ton of uh, Phoebe back. <laughs> <laughs> Over the uh, Canadian sniper thing, we, uh, and, uh, and T-shirts. Uh, they want yeah. T-shirts. So... We're going to make them at some point pretty soon. Yeah. If if our uh if if our episodes are any indication as far like as far as how on the ball we are with some things, then you won't see t-shirts for a while. Yeah. But Easter shirts. I'm trying to I'm trying we're trying to get better about this stuff. That's why we're recording right now. Well, I technically blame you. Oh, Not really? Even technically. I I, <laughs> I I I I tend to disagree and think it's mostly your fault. So yeah, but you're the one who was just like, I know this guy, and he does. It's like I, it's the hookup. Oh, what the uh, the distribution people? Yeah, yeah. Well, I just I have to follow through on that. <laughs> so okay, all say, right, that's on me. I feel like I've completed my end of the your. Of it. That's all Otherwise, you have to do. Otherwise, I could contact them myself. Yeah, sure. But you were just like, hey man, I got the hookup. Well, now I figured just Dana would do it now. Dana, who does Without all, actually all the art him. for uh, <laughs> for the podcast, Dana did the logo, and uh, he's a really talented graphic designer, and you should check out his stuff. And he does those. Every time we put out a new episode, he does little artwork banners for it on the Nerdist website. So if you go to Nerdist.com and click on Phoebe there, it's like if you get us through Smodcast uh, or the Smodco site, then click over to Nerdist and check a look, take a look at the art. It's there. Some it's the pretty cool. On Smod- um, oh, is it? Yeah, no. Nice. Yeah. We give it to Ming and... Ming makes some magic happen. Uh, speaking of Ming, I've been enjoying the new Comic Book Men, the half-hour format. It's nice. Yes. Have you seen it yet? I did. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I also episode enjoyed the... One. I saw episode one. I didn't see episode two yet. I saw episode I one with the birthday party. Because right now it's Monday. Yeah. I think the debates are happening. The debates are happening right now. Game seven of the uh, NLCS is happening right now. For the Giants. Giants and the Cardinals. Cardinals. Uh, and Monday Night Football. Lots of more interesting things than what we're doing. <laughs> Although technically, no one's listening to this right. at the same time. So they don't. They no one was left with a force to choose between us yeah. and sports and the future we of did. the country. We did. We chose each. We other. chose us. <laughs> so so today's shows on foreign policy. Today's shows on foreign policy. Uh, Libya. What do you think? If you spell it backwards. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I Bill. Okay, thank you, Scott. It's <laughs> the worst. You're the worst at foreign policy. You just say what everything is backwards, <laughs> and I'm like, it'll all work itself out. <laughs> the uh, okay, so last we've done we've had two weeks uh, apart, and I've done stuff and you haven't. No, I don't. I realize I don't really do that much. But you went to da- You just went to Dallas, right? And then I did, Atlanta but I went for work. So for work. You, nothing exciting happened to you. Oh, in Atlanta. I did go to. Uh, um, when I was in Atlanta, I went to uh, Richard Blaze's um, from Top Chef. He has a restaurant. Oh, there. 
He has a what I wanted to do is he has a hot dog place and a burger place. Yep. But I only got there late at night, so I really only had dinner time. So mm-hmm. I went to a place called the Spence. Okay. Which was his like I think it's like his gastro pub. And it's uh, a thing now, gastropubs. Yeah. They're sort of everywhere. Yeah. You and I should have one. We should have oh boy. I just imagine what our gastropub would be like. It would be I mean, awesome. It would be, it would be gastropub. There'd be so much backwards. beer. <laughs> It'd be gastropubs. <laughs> Going to the bup. Going to the. Bupo. Just go with bup. Bupos. Gas. Gas. Sag. Sag. <laughs> Foreign policy, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, there you go. Um, yeah, so how was the. Did you have a burger? You had a burger. No, because we were. We. Um, we had like some small plates that uh, had like a bone marrow, like a tapas kind of thing, tuna tartar, and a quail egg. Is like, that one dish you just described to me? Yeah. Wow. It was quite good. They I had think... a sweet bread schnitzel. Oh. Oh. All right. They had beef tongue tacos. I don't like beef tongue. This is pretty good. I find it always to be just the worst consistency. This was pretty good. Like, it feels like I'm biting into what it is like when I bite my tongue. You're like, you can't distinguish I'm like, this is, what am I chewing? (laughs) You just chew your own tongue off (laughs) by the end. I didn't know what happened. It tasted (laughs) the same. Um, And then there was like a lobster knuckle sandwich. This is what we had. I didn't necessarily... It was good. Wait, lobster knuckle. Oh, so essentially lobster claw. Yeah. So why not call it like a lobster roll? Was it Uh, not a lobster roll? No, it was a sandwich because of bread. Lobster rolls have bread too. I don't know what a lobster roll is. (laughs) I assume that's sushi. No. Lobster roll, like, uh, you know, you go to Massachusetts, you you get a lobster roll. It's like a hot dog bun. Lobster in it. Oh. Yeah. I believe you. All right. That's delicious, by the way. There's a lobster truck. Cousin's Lobster. Uh, Cousins Maine Lobster. It's a lobster truck that you know you see around town sometimes. They just opened Which up town? an actual. What's up? In L.A. In L.A. In L.A. And uh, they just opened up a uh, a physical location in Pasadena. Oh wow! And I'm looking forward to trying because the truck's great. I'm and, close to Pasadena. Yeah, I they, saw a food truck the other day that I want to go hit. Was uh, I think it's Evan Goldberg has like a poutine truck called Gravy Train. Oh, I've had it. Did you? Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times down the street over here, across from LACMA, the L.A. County Museum of Art, they yeah. uh, I think I thought he just started it though. They have food. I'm pretty sure I've had that truck like maybe two weeks ago. I mean, it could, maybe it was open two weeks, but I like poutine, so I was excited about. Poutine's that. great. You can't go wrong with poutine. Cheese curd, oh, gravy, gravy, fries. potato. That's all you need. And the so you so you got you got to what you got to Atlanta late. I got to Atlanta really late, so then. And you had what one day there? No, I probably got. I probably got to the. I probably landed in Atlanta around eight thirty at night, and then I left at three thirty the next afternoon. Wow, that's how I roll, dude. That's intense. I flew a lot. That's why I'm like, what'd you do? It's like I was working, I was flying, and I had that meal. And when you're flying, you're literally you're just working. sitting. You're just sitting and doing like yeah. I'm you're on your computer usually. sitting. Yeah. What'd you get? to get any good work done? I oh, yeah, was amazing. I was answering emails. Whoa, you had Wi-Fi? Typing memos, yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Baller. 
Where'd you fly? Oh, what I mean, what airline did you fly? Rather, uh, Delta. Oh, Delta has Wi-Fi. Yeah, I've been on a bunch of planes. I was just on. I flew JetBlue like three times last in the last month or so. Yeah. And they, uh, I feel bad for them because the TVs are now outdated because they're four by three. Gotcha. And I feel like when they were making the planes, that was a thing they could have done. They could have like, listen, it's an extra fifty thousand dollars if we put in these sixteen by nine widescreens. And they're like, who's gonna? They're not gonna need People that. People love squares. <laughs> <laughs> Give them squares and and leather. <laughs> Watch us go to the bank. And then I paid extra for a seat, uh, an aisle seat, extra legroom. And then uh, nothing. Didn't recline at all. That's not good. It was terrible. They're like, you have extra, did you have an extra legroom? I had enough legroom, yeah. So technically they would be like, well, you got what you paid for. And then on one of the flights, I got a whole row to myself. Yeah? It was awesome. That doesn't happen that much. No, not anymore. Like right after 9-11, that happened a lot. I flew nine eighteen. Yeah, did you have pretty much the plane? Did you have the plane to yourself at that point? Yeah, but you couldn't actually get to the airport. You actually had to. I went to LAX, and you actually had to get on a bus. They literally had the whole airport. Like you couldn't drive up to the airport. Wow! So you had to like go to an offsite place and get picked up by a bus and then brought on. Wow! Yeah, that's insane. That was a weird time. Like. Remember yeah. that? Like, planes didn't work. Like, the FAA grounded everything. Nothing was flying. For a few days, like, there yeah. was none. And then it had just started up again when I had to, I had booked a ticket a while ago. And I was waiting to see if it was going to. Oh, if you were going to be able to do it. Yeah. It's a wild time, you kids. There was a kid that we that was at the uh, uh, nurse taping in Dallas that uh, was born in 2002. And he asked a question. Yeah. So he was born after 9-11. And was able to. And he asked a question about that. Go to a podcast. No, he just asked a question, and we asked him how old he was. Oh, okay. And it was just, it was just bizarre that that was that that's the a thing that people are. People that were born after nine eleven can talk now. It's true. <laughs> well, technically they could. Yeah, sure, like, but that's weird. It's really weird. You never, you don't, you don't it was think a long about time that. ago. I guess so. Yeah, it feels like. I mean, I was just watching a thing. Last night, uh, no, two nights ago. Have you seen the ESPN 30 for 30 series? The, I know it's what a it series is. of documentaries. They uh, don't do anything. I don't watch anything. Yeah, I'm really becoming evident to us, Scott. And by us, I mean us, the listeners, and myself. <laughs> but I was watching uh, the 30 for 30 they did on Four Nights in October, it's called. And that's the, or maybe it's Four Days in October, but that's about the 2004 Red Sox. Uh huh. Now they came back from 3 nothing. Yeah, yeah, to beat I the Yankees, that. and uh, I was just, in Austin when that happened. I was in Boston when that happened, and I was just and that I, rhymes with. I know it's amazing. We're that was, that's how it all. <laughs> that was the, probably the beginning. The but no, it was just it was just funny to me because I was watching it. It feels so fresh in my mind, but that was eight years ago. It was eight years ago, and like I started, I, I was crying watching it. Like I still will tear up. When I watched that, like tears, they, literal tears of joy, really, just streamed down my face when I watched Kinda it. I can't, I, I can't watch it. it without crying. I would, I don't know if I want to see you cry. It's tough. It's tough sometimes. Because <laughs> you do it so much. Yeah. No, like if you, if someone just says, "Hey, Matt, sit down and watch this," and they show me the 2004 Red Sox winning, I'll cry, like on and you uh, even on command. Out, What's the, I can't. Yeah, no, I literally can't. can't. I'll try not to. 
because Kiki had like fallen asleep like on me, and I'm sitting there sobbing, and like I'm trying to do the quiet cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. And then she's like, wakes up, like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I'm just like they sports, won. sports. They won. <laughs> I don't understand. You don't know what it's like. Uh, and then uh, I remembered. I remembered in 2004, I parked my car over down by Fenway. Yeah. Or should I say, parked my car over down by parked, Fenway, yeah. and uh, just because I wanted them to flip it over so it would get totaled and I could get a new car. Really? Yeah. That's actually really smart. Yeah. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. Didn't, they didn't flip it over. It was a good idea, though. Right? You should just sit next to him and be like, let's flip this. <laughs> That's what I should have done. You didn't take it to the oh. next level. I just, I got out of the area. Yeah. Well, you needed to get in there with the hooligans and be like, oh, man, this this guy. <laughs> let's fucking, flip this Saturn. Let's flip this Saturn. This, this dude cheated on me with my girlfriend. Let's flip this Saturn. Fuck up Boston. <laughs> Come on, where are you going? <laughs> Guys, Wait, I'll start. We oh. gotta flip it. <laughs> just jump. I just start jumping on it. Let's yeah. flip this oh, car. God, I'm gonna fuck this car. I'm gonna shit in it right now. <laughs> What's the shit on it? <laughs> I'm just nothing happens to it except oh, I have yeah. shit in my car. You shit in your car. Everyone <laughs> runs away. Has a good time. Congratulate. <laughs> oh, we won. And you're just like, now nah, how you gotta drive home? And you shit in your car. <laughs> that would be the worst. But that was my plan, and it didn't work. It didn't work. I, I give you credit for center. coming up with that plan. Not bad, right? I think somebody listening could be like, next time one of your local sports teams is about to have yeah. a riot. I'm looking at you, Detroit. Create a riot. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be you, Detroit. Car. Tigers are coming up. Yeah. Yeah, you got the World Series. Go. Just Look. saying, it's an idea. The uh, Yeah, so that, yeah, I cry watching. Is there anything you watch that you like? you know you'll cry if you watch it? Is there anything I, if that I know, I'm just yeah. like, I need to like cry. Like if I watch that. Or I was like, I need to cry right yeah, now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, is there anything that I watch? Not really. I don't think so. Like, I'm like, let's put on the end of Titanic and watch you cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> um. The end of Titanic does not make no, me of cry. course. I mean, I'm not saying the beginning of Titanic makes me cry because I'm like, am I really supposed to watch this all the way <laughs> <laughs> to the end? Can't we just? I've still never seen it. Um, let me do it real quick. Yeah. Uh, they're sailing to the water. They hit some ice. Okay. And there's some screaming, mm-hmm. and then, and then, uh, oh, you see, uh, and then. You see um, Kate's boobs. Nice. <laughs> so fast forward, boobs, uh-huh. iceberg, sink, and then I think there's a jewel. <laughs> boobs, iceberg, <laughs> sink, jewel. I just imagined a completely different movie. I imagined uh, a kitchen sink and uh, Jewel the singer. That's it's, just what I imagined. It would probably be more... I, I It's... It's not my favorite movie. Uh, the I do not. I, there's like some. There's some interesting stuff in it, but well, what? Like what? Okay, I want like literally I'm, to me. It's just like I wanted it to be like credits. There was like, nah, welcome aboard Titanic, and then wham, it hits the iceberg, <laughs> and then it just starts sinking. Like everything leading up to it, I was just like, I came here to see a boat hit an iceberg, not to see like. It was part of you like, why? I mean, am I, why are you gonna make me part. invest in this character that you're gonna kill? 
No, that wasn't it. I don't care. I was actually fine with it. It wasn't that. It was just more like I'm I'm that person where I'm like, I'm impatient. I'm like, I'm here to see a boat sink. Just sink it. <laughs> like I, everything leading up to it is just like conjecture. I just don't, I don't think that the, uh, I just, at, at a point when that movie started to make tons and tons, and then it was like number one for like the fifth week in a row or something like that. At that point, I was like, I'm not going to watch this movie. Like me with the Avengers. Just to spite it. Yeah, just like you with the Avengers, no, by the way. The have Avengers. you seen the Avengers no, yet? No, I would see Do you want me to give you the Blu-ray? Uh, I have it. I mean, I don't know. I'll tell you what I can do. I can give you, I'll give you my DVD copy of it. Because I bought the four-disc version that for some reason comes with the DVD, the Blu-ray. I'll, the, I'll end up watching it. I just, I'm not, like, I'm busy, like, I just work and then I don't really want to watch. Th- I don't watch things. When I'm fun. busy, I don't really watch. Th- like, when I'm on the plane, like, I know everybody else is, like, watching movies. And yeah. I tend to be, like, I don't really want to. I don't like watching movies on planes. Okay, now. I don't like that. I want to, but still, back to, the, back to the problem at hand. Scott, I need you to cry. What am I going to show you? Oh, if it's just like we're trapped in a, yeah. in a maze, and the only way murderer murderer's there, right? He's like, I have everything on DVD. <laughs> He's like, Scott, you need to cry. You need to make your friend cry, <laughs> Matt. You, you can choose one movie from my I collection. You must make him cry, or I will chop off all of your limbs. Oh no, Scott, what do I choose? What do I choose? I'm like, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're, uh, you could, uh. Like, I'm like, Scott, should trouble. I put in, should I put what in. What about uh, glassy eyed? He just no. cuts off an arm. He needs, he needs, he needs <laughs> One tears. One I get cl- Actual tears? Actual tears. So wow. I'm like, Scott, do I put in fried green tomatoes? Will that do it? No. <laughs> Beaches. No. Who do you think I am? You gotta at I'm least try. Of, I'm just thinking of <laughs> movies that I hear people crying at. Um, Batman, is, The Dark Knight Return no, Rises. I don't cry any Batman stuff. Um, okay. Let me think of movies that I've actually watched. Okay. Oh. Uh, I think, and I haven't watched it in a long time, but I, I, I have memories of being um, emotional. Field of Dreams. Oh, Okay. All right, I'm in. I'm on board. I'll watch that with you while we get out of that maze. <laughs> if you don't cry, I'd be so mad at you. <laughs> You're like, you better cry. <laughs> you fucking better. It's almost over. She'll be like, Joe, wait, he came out. You're, when do you cry? What point makes you cry? Like, Scott, that's his dad. That's his this dad. is emotional. This is his dad. I was like, I know, but I've seen it 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel? I mean, like, what if that was your dad, right? Yeah. Come on, Scott. Really sad. Scott, come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one minute remaining. <laughs> oh, no, Scott, come on. Look at it. It's his dad. Look at the credits roll. It's I mean, not Ray Liotta. So it's sad. his dad. <laughs> saddest credits ever. I don't want to. <laughs> and then I just walk away? You just walk. You just walk. He cuts you off You get out of. You get out like, of. All you, all you have to do. Technically, you don't die either. No, all you have to do to save my limbs You're a circus is freak. cry. Uh, automatically I go to circus freak. Yeah. You may have no value to society other than that. I mean, technically, <laughs> I guess being a podcaster. <laughs> I could you can st- even do the show live. Yeah. And now, yeah. Limbless. <laughs> that could be the name of your podcast. <laughs> You're solo. <laughs> I'm Limbless Joe Jackson now. 
<laughs> Hi, welcome to Limbless. I'm, uh, well, I'm Limbless. I'm Matt Meyer. <laughs> I had limbs and then my friend. Scott didn't cry. <laughs> All that I had to have was a, my friend had to cry at a movie. <laughs> um, I was going to, I was thinking of movies. Uh, Black Stallion was a movie that used to, but I don't know if I cried. Black Stallion, I don't. I love it. Oh, I remember Black Stallion. Oh, I love that movie. I can see the cover now. Yeah, when it's I was a Black a kid. Stallion on the yeah. cover. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the porno. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me cry every time. Do you have a silver iPhone? I have the iPhone 5. Oh, uh, okay. It's the taller one. Ah, congratulations. Tall, tall, tall. Uh, I, have it. I just have it because I reviewed it for Attack of the Show, so I ended up getting it because nice. it's a write-off. Look at you. And then, uh, Where are you over there? I gotta tell you, limbs and an iPhone. If you're thinking about getting the iPhone five, kids, and you have the iPhone four S, don't bother. Uh, okay. But if you get the iPhone four, maybe you think Do about it. it. Yeah, it's a good phone. Words of the uh, so yeah okay. But anyway, back to the crying thing. Black Stallion. Black Stallion. I would not. If we were in a maze and yeah. there was a crazy murderer speaking over the thing, going like, "You have forty-five seconds to choose," I would be. Um, I would be like, eh, Black Stallion might be a stretch. I might just enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Old Yeller? I'm like, look, you could watch a b- worse movie before somebody chops off all your limbs, Matt. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, do, do you remember Old Yeller? Did you cry at Old Yeller? No, I don't really remember that. I uh, I didn't cry. I remember people like being like, you're going to cry? What? And I was like 10 or 11. I don't give a fuck about that and dog. I was like, man, I didn't really care. I didn't care. E.T.? Don't e- think I would cry now. E.T. E.T. again. I've never seen E.T. because of my fear of aliens. Do you really fear aliens? Yeah. Like real ones? Yes. Have you not seen Signs? Oh, I saw that movie. Close Encounters of Third Kind? They I've were nice. seen, yeah. E.T. they were nice, too. They weren't nice. Signs they weren't nice. No, not Signs. They were, signs, signs, that, they were, uh, signs they were fucking afraid of water. I mean, come on. Yeah, so they go to a planet. These super advanced people go to this planet that's made up of... What is that on the surface (laughs) of that planet? (laughs) It will probably kill us. It covers most of it. (laughs) Their atmosphere also consists of a large amount of this. Why don't we go there and create an unwinnable situation? Like, had they landed in Seattle, they would have been fucked. (laughs) Yeah, it just made no sense that, like... Yeah, I know. That they were not... But... They were not just a little bit smarter. But that birthday scene... That home video footage of the alien walking by the birthday. That was cool if they just made it like so the aliens were like not just like yeah. someone was like, Hey, why don't you just pour some water hey, yeah, yeah, give yeah. me your water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've solved it. Yeah. Let's lead them all to Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> it would just be like it was like, why was anyone ever afraid? Well, you know, you don't I'll tell you what, if I saw one of those things, I'd be afraid. What if what if you had to fling poop at it to stop it? I guess I'd get to shitting. In front of me? Yeah, I guess so, Scott. If that's how we have to stop the alien, I'll do that for you. Unlike you, <laughs> who won't cry at Field of Dreams to save my limb. I might. All right. I mean, technically, I would probably start crying before the movie started because I would be terrified of the guy going, like, you have 12. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have the... Uh, I, I probably wouldn't cry. Awakenings gets me every time. I think you told me this yeah, already. I have told you that, but I'm just telling you again. Awakenings. In case will, it's rolls are reversed. In case, in case the rolls are reversed. If the rolls are reversed, I'll be like, this is easy. 
I was like, show me, turn on ESPN. Fucking. <laughs> I'll just tell him the story. You don't even have to put anything on. Baby cake will start falling. We were falling. down three nothing. <laughs> you don't understand. Out of the eighth inning. You don't understand, you perverted murderer. <laughs> yeah, but that scene when uh, Coherence Robert De Niro is talking to the camera. That's yeah. They're watching like, the footage to me, back. it's like I understand. Like once again, I would be like, "Can't you just not chop off his limbs if I get choked up? Can you like <laughs> give me an emotion? Is there like a meter? No, Scott. I very seriously need no, your tears. I want to drink your tears. I must harvest your the tears. The only way I can live. <laughs> I want to brew a Canadian beer with your tears. I have friends who have Canadian. Uh, I have friends who just opened a brewery, who are opening a brewery in Vancouver, BC. Oh yeah, yeah. Main like, is it going to be like a? Is it going to be a brewery restaurant yeah, kind of yeah. thing? Oh, it sounds great. Stone IPA just opened up a Pasadena brewery. Oh really? Yeah. So I'm and and restaurant. I've been to. There's a Eagle. There's a Eagle Rock brewery. Is pretty good. The. Uh, there's a couple good places. There's a couple good LA breweries now that aren't too bad. I like I like the microbreweries. I do too. That guy just give you a thumbs up. What happened there? I don't know. He kind of flicked his collar up. Oh, I don't know. Super douche. Means. Super douche. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was your boss. Uh, today I asked uh, I asked Scott today to go to see Skyfall with me. He did. My response was I don't know. Maybe it can work. You I said. can't keep my brain just literally when people are like go see a movie. Like I don't know, I haven't seen a movie in so long. I know, but we'll go. We'll go see it in IMAX. Um, <clears throat> does something happen that I don't think will happen? What do you mean? Like, will something happen in this movie that I don't expect to happen? I hope so. Yeah, but it, but it's like like he dies or he's gay or something. Maybe. Um, I don't yeah. think so, but maybe that's a. It's called. Uh, I played the, I played the video game. Yeah, I saw you say you thought it was oh, blue. What a piece of shit! It's 007 Legends. Uh, so what it That's is? It's supposed to be shitty. Yeah, pretty much. But it's supposed to be like it's Daniel Craig. But what they do, which is kind, it's a cool concept to the game. What they do is it's the scene. You know the scene in Skyfall in the trailer where he's on top of the train and then he gets shot. Yeah. So not that really. Sure. Well, well, anyway, there's a scene and he's on top of the trailer and he gets taken up by a sniper uh-huh. and he falls into the water. So essentially the game starts with that. He falls into the water and then he starts having all these flashbacks. But his flashbacks Seems are like too... a lot of work. His flashbacks are too... Uh, just gave the guy's more super douche. <laughs> uh, anyway, collar guy just walked by again and we didn't care for it. The, uh, but when he has flashbacks, he flashes back to like Goldfinger. Sounds like a lot of work. This is the video game. This is know, not in the movie. If it was a video, why not just be like, why create a reason why? That's my thing with video games. I like, thought it was why? a cute plot device. It really is, serves no purpose other than to get you from yeah, story to like, story. Why is it just like he hit, like, it's sort of like, there's a more, what about a more interesting one, like a rectal memory? <laughs> <laughs> it's always back to rectal memories with you, Scott. A rectal memory device. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bond, we will implant this into your rectum. And you will remember. You will remember key scenes from your favorite missions. <laughs> Enjoy. 
That's more interesting. Come on. You wouldn't expect that. If you plugged the video game in and you were just like some new villain came on and just like, you have been implanted with a rectal memory inducer. See you if are, you can survive that. You are hooked up to machines. As soon as your memories are induced, we will know everything you know. That's pretty good, right? That's way better than just like he falls in the water. <laughs> Rectal memory inducer. Why aren't we writing the next James Bond movie? We gotta go pick a pitch of the broccolis. Like, all right. I know you guys have been classy for a few pictures. Listen, Barbara, Mike. Yeah. You guys need a, some fresh air. I was uh, watching. You know some... what you haven't done enough stuff with? His ass. <laughs> They had that ball scene, the ball torture scene. I know, scene but I'm in, like, in move around. Royale. Move up. <laughs> move up. People love that, Barbara. People love the thing with the balls. I'm saying go for the ass. <laughs> this is a rectal memory inducer sponsored by Heineken. Get it, Heineken. Heine. It's clever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm coughing like Kev. I'm not smoking anything. The uh, that would be so funny. <laughs> we will send wireless signals, sponsored by Sony. This next line was paid for <laughs> by Coke Zero. By Coke Zero. Zero calories, but all the taste. Oh, Mr. Bond. <laughs> you can't. That's my point. Like, I want to go to the movie and I want to be like, did they just, did he just get a fucking rectal memory inducer or something? Like, I would be like, that's what I don't expect. Okay. Well, I don't know. What I expect this in like fighting people and winning. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I, uh, that's so funny. Just the, the sponsorships, though, are a little crazy now. Yeah. They're way out of hand. Everything that's in there. Everything. Every, his watch. They sell a version of his watch, which is an Omega Seamaster, Planet Ocean. And uh, he wears the regular 600-meter version of it. He wears that regular watch. But they sell a Casino Royale, or rather a, a Skyfall-specific version of this watch. Does it say Skyfall on it? It says Skyfall on the back case. It says Skyfall huh. and 007 on it. And the 7 is replaced by a 007 on the watch. And it's got this gr- ugly grid pattern on it. And it just makes no sense as to why you would buy that. Because that's not... If, you want, really if, makes, if the goal is to be like James Bond, he's not going to wear a watch that has, has his code name on it. It's true. Although he does tell everybody who he is All the time. as soon as they like ask. James Bond. James Bond. Bond. James Bond. Secret agent. MI6. I kill me, yeah. guy. <laughs> Probably the person you're trying to kill right now. <laughs> I'm the one who will bring you down, ruin your scheme to take over the world. <laughs> I like that. My look. scheme is a rectal memory <laughs> yes. inducer. But you never met this. Heineken. <laughs> would you like a Heineken, Mr. Bond? <laughs> Martinis are so old-fashioned, aren't they, Mr. Bond? <laughs> I would watch that. Oh, movie. my God. I, I was not on board, like, with your... Well, I can't, well, you know, I was, I was like thinking this water situation, good plot device. You're all here like rectal memory probe, and I was not on board at first. Now <laughs> but now that we have it. a voice and it's sponsored by Heineken. Now you would play that video game. 
And now we explore even farther, deeper. <laughs> deeper into your rectum. Deeper, we pray. And to your memories. Annals of history. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot resist. This is sponsored by Persol Sunglasses. <laughs> if you would like to wear a pair. It's literally like. This will get messy. <laughs> <laughs> every, by the way, everything we've mentioned, uh, it's sponsored by, is actually what the movie well, Skyfall is sponsored by. by. I'm, I'm not, not kidding. Oh, I'm not really? even kidding. I'm everything even, that I've mentioned. I thought you made. I don't know why you said the Heineken because you were literally. Well, it worked into the joke. It did. Well, you know, I don't know if you know this, but professionally, sometimes I write things that are funny. I. I it's true. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Um, I feel like I want to close that door. This is a weird, I'm breaking the fourth wall thing, but Scott, close the door. Close the door. Cool. Now the door's closed. We can get serious about rectal memory induced. <laughs> yes. Gross. But the, uh, that's a, that's kind of a thing. So yeah, but the game, it takes you into these, uh, like, into Goldfinger. But what's kind of cool about it is they use everybody's likeness. So you like, Honor Blackman is uh, pussy galore. Gert Frobe, they use Gert Frobe's Do you like face and sex? body. Uh, not with pussy. You know, she, he never fucks oh. pussy anyway. <laughs> oh, they do that roll in the hay. I'm trying to remember. I haven't, I haven't watched Goldfinger in a while. They do a literal roll in the hay. I don't know if they fuck after that, but. Because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure pussy galore is a lesbian. Oh, really? Yeah, in the story. But I could be wrong. But anyway, so it does that kind of thing where you go, you get to go in and play, but you're Daniel Craig all of a sudden, but they change, like, stuff, this stuff that's not in the movie, and it's just, like, the stupid, it's just like playing a bad Call of Duty game, which, I, which sucks, because I want, like, a James Bond sneaky around kind of game. You want sneaking around. And I want to sneak around solving and shoot people shoot. in the back of the head with my silenced Walther. And you didn't get to do that. Didn't really get to do that. So thumbs down on that game. Well, I, I'm I'm saying to the game makers that I'll, I will charge nothing. We will charge nothing <laughs> if they feel like the next iteration of the game could start with zero dollars. A new character. <laughs> what is this? What is what is our super? What is our Bond villain's name? I don't know. I just imagine Bond like strapped to a table naked, laying on his yeah. stomach. And then there's like, of course, they don't just stick it in with their hands. There's like a just, giant mechanical yeah. arm that goes. Just wearing this sunglasses. This will only sting for a moment, Mr. Bond. Brought to you by <laughs> BMW. <laughs> they only had a four picture deal, three picture deal with BMW. Okay, so that's over. Yeah, that's over. Now it's uh, Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> What's kind Aston, of a... Aston, Aston Martin. Do you get it, Mr. Bond? Heine. You all thought out ahead of time. <laughs> Bring me my Heineken. <laughs> this will mix well with your tears. <laughs> oh, we're blending them all together. Yes. What movie makes you cry, <laughs> Mr. Bond? Mr. Bond, we're going to put on one movie. <laughs> and if you do not cry, <laughs> I, 
We'll shove a ferret in your rectum. <laughs> a this live <laughs> ferret. This ferret was brought to us by Spirna Vodka. <laughs> oh, man. That's, we just wrote a sketch about the over-commercialization of James Bond movies. We did. So, there you go. If anyone wants to film that, go ahead. <laughs> Please prove. Please, we, Please we already, prove it where you can. We do it. Just put our name somewhere on it. The... Uh, but yeah, no. Speaking of the broccolis, Barbara Broccoli and Michael Wilson—they're the producers of the James Bond movies. I was watching a uh, documentary about one of the movies, Casino Royale or something. And Barbara Broccoli, by the way, who is fifty-two years old, is still really hot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you met the Broccolis at like any pro- secret producer meetings? I don't know about in Hollywood, like a Hollywood no. secret producer meeting. I don't know. I don't go anywhere. I told you, I don't do anything. I don't know if you did, like, because, you know, around, back when you were actively like, doing when shit. I was a man, when yeah. I was, like, strolling around Hollywood. Yeah, when you were like, hey. I was like, hey, I'm gonna go. special Hollywood <laughs> producer meetings. <laughs> Let's go back further. You didn't sell them pants at Banana Republic or anything? No. I've never met. I've met so few people. I'm like, I'm like, e true, not interesting Hollywood story. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Tonight on the E True Not Interesting Hollywood Story, <laughs> Scott Mosier. Part two. <laughs> Part two of Scott Mosier's story. At age 33, he continued to not really. The last it. we left Scott, he had just produced Dogma. Well, I was living in Jersey, too. <laughs> that was your own fault. I know, but it's like it's not like Barbara Broccoli was there. She could have been. She could have been. You could have invited her out to the New Jersey. Oh, they're having a good time store. out there. They're having a better time than we are. I know. What did they say? They were so funny. He's like, and then Heineken. <laughs> yeah, and then he said it was sponsored by Heineken. <laughs> what if we just called this feed number eight? Brought to you by Heineken. Brought to you by Heineken. <clears throat> Would we get in trouble? I don't know. I mean, we're technically. Could you legally be in trouble for? Yeah. For saying like sponsored by Heineken. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What would they do? They'd sue you for, like, improper improper. I don't know. sponsorship. Maybe we just send them an email and they sponsor us. Maybe if we send them uh, an email and say, um, where's our money? <laughs> <laughs> we just send them a mock-up. This is a mock-up drawing of yeah. what the rectal memory inducer so, sponsored by Heineken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We don't even want you to sponsor our show. We want you to sponsor <laughs> a device. The research, the R and D we're gonna have to put in on a a memory inducer, something that can make people go back into their the, the their memories and actually have these real experiences, but it has to be rectal. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to attach it to the brain. Here's directly. the here's the rub, Heineken. Uh, <laughs> this has in order to, to be, be funny. It has to be rectal. Uh, um, we need a beer sponsor. Oh, I would love one. We'll take one if you're listening. If you're listening and you are a beer we'll, or a beer company. We'll take it. Oh, did I tell you? I never told you. Uh, oh, I think I told you, but never on the air. Smirnoff, one time I tweeted about Smirnoff ice. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Smirnoff ice. I'm not going to lie. It tastes like Sprite. It's like the Sprite of alcoholic beverages. Yeah. So <clears throat> I was at a bar with Kumail. Nanjiani, who does the Indoor Kids podcast over on the Nerdist Network, which you should listen to if you like video games. Sponsored by Heineken. <laughs> yeah, Kumail and uh, Emily Gordon. You like do. James Bond movie. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're like, a chain. we're brought to you by Nerds and Smug Go. After Fat Man on Batman, why don't you go ahead and turn over to the indoor kids? The uh, But no, we were at a bar, and I just was like talking about how much I wanted a Smirnoff Ice, and I was like, and I tweeted, I would order a Smirnoff Ice if there wasn't a stigma attached to it. Like, all, I said, all I would order is Smirnoff Ice, whatever. Yeah. So a week goes by, and I get to work, and there's a box on my desk, and I assume the box is like a new gadget for me to review, like a camera or something like that. Do. Yeah, because that's what I do with the Attack of the Show. And I open up the box, and there's a little there's a little note on it, and I open it up, and it's from Heineken. I mean, from uh, Smirnoff, rather. Uh-huh. And uh, it says, we saw your tweet. Uh, <laughs> we hope you don't. We hope in the future you don't worry about the stigma and just drink what you want to drink. Enjoy samples of our new Smirnoff Black. And I open it up, and there were six cans of this Four loco like liquid. There were cans of Smirnoff Black, uh-huh. which is kind of, it looks like a Four loco can. Yeah, yeah. And they're big, big cans of, of liquor. Did I didn't have any. I didn't have them yet. They're still upstairs on my desk. Stigma? Fruit Punch, Watermelon. And lemon lime, maybe. I don't like. Su- <clears throat> they sound sweet to me. They do. They do sound very sweet, which like is actually that. kind of why I like uh, Smirnoff. Oh my god! You know where I'm going on Saturday? Yes, you do. But does the audience know where I'm going on Saturday? <laughs> no, I don't know where you're going Saturday. Saturday, I'm going to Hell's Kitchen. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm going to eat at Hell's Kitchen. How so are you? are you gonna have the beef welly? Of course, <laughs> I gotta get the Wellington, and I think. Do you the, want? Do you based on it? Based on that? Yeah. Is the show being made right now? The show is being made right now. So so the shooting your season twelve food sucks. No, I want my food to be good. Yeah, but if I don't want to get on sucks, television, then you get to be like, you don't want to be on TV. No, I don't care to be on. They're gonna be. I like, just want to be there eating it's the food. Like my beef Wellington's cold, and it's like motherfucker. <laughs> and you're like, he's saying that because of me. You I fucking said it's cold. Now he's like calling somebody a piece of shit. Oh, maybe I should send something back. You should. You should be like just this on is purpose. Tepid. But I don't, I'm, I'm really wondering what the whole process is like. Like what the whole filming process is. I'm say, sure they'll sit you down when you come in and be like, yeah, yeah. Oh, they say yada, get there. Yada, yada, they yada. say you want to get there around four o'clock. It'll probably start around four o'clock. But dinner service, you know. Is always at like seven, or at least that's what they say it is on television. Three hours. So I'm there for Holy three hours fuck. before. That's tough. And then who that's knows how long afterwards? For me. Yeah, I mean, but I'm gonna. I'd do be it. like, you serving alcohol at four? They serve. They uh, well, I don't know. They serve at. What seven. am I doing from four to seven? I'm gonna get a cab though. I'm We're gonna saying, take a car. What am I there. doing from four to seven? Four to seven. I think you're just hanging out, like listening. Who? I don't know, John John Philippe. Hello, John Philippe. I like Jean Philippe. I think he's back. Season eleven and twelve, he's back. That's exciting. I'm going to Book of Mormon on Friday. Oh, I've wanted to see that forever. Have yeah. you seen it yet? Yeah, that's good. How'd you get tickets? Did you just do the regular way, or did you get them through like uh, somebody? Some I, fancy, somebody fancy. I know, like, um, hook some up. Is I your mean, wife excited him, about it? She's very excited. Yeah, though. it was kind of more her idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like you don't want to go out and do something. It's not like I don't want to go. I just. I just like I'm so just bad about like doing anything other than working. <laughs> I can attest to that. You really are. I work a lot. Terrible at that kind of thing. I'm thinking about getting a dog. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm thinking about getting a. I want to adopt an older dog. A rescue. Yeah. Well, I was seeing. Here's what I was looking at. Uh, I was looking at these all these service dogs from the army. Yeah. These bomb sniffing dogs. Once they're done in Afghanistan, they come back. Yeah. 
and they live in a shelter in D.C. So all you got to do is like, if you can get to D.C., you Pick know, up. And get the dog, and you can, and and you know, you're a good family or whatever. They can, then you can take the dog. Well, that would be awesome. But I feel, I feel like that would be an awesomely trained dog, yeah. slash American and, hero. And yep, I don't have to if worry about a bomb. I don't have to worry about yeah. IEDs. It's like Kiki, <laughs> <laughs> Kiki, I, I want you to <laughs> relax because there's never going to be a bomb here. Yeah. We're not going to know. Or about. there might be. <laughs> And we'll know about it. <laughs> that was actually the email came from her about that. Because I was talking about it. Because I've always wanted an older black lab. Like an dogs adult black awesome. lab. So they have I labs and dogs. German Shepherds. Go lab. Yeah, I want I to. I like German Shepherds, too. But here's, what, here's, my, here's my problem, though. Like, Alex is uh, at home a lot more than you, right? Yeah, it's true. So someone's there with the dog. Yeah. I mean, it's... But there's like during the day, we're not always there. Yeah. What do the dogs do? They just hang out in the house? Uh-huh. That's what I'm worried about. I want a big open space for them to run around. Um, I mean, I guess you would have to, you'd have to ask yourself, are you taking it from what situation to what situation? Yeah, that's true. You got to compare and contrast. You have yeah. to say like, what's the quality of his life there versus yeah. what the quality of life will be with you? The big thing about it is, like, it's way easier to own dogs if you walk them. Yeah. And that's part of what I want it for, too. Yeah, you walk Just them and you tire it. them out. Especially if you're going to leave them. <clears throat> if you got to leave them during the day, it's, yeah. like, you it's get more up important that you get up in the morning, take them on a good long walk, and then they'll just kind of chill. Yeah. Plus, I don't want them tearing up my house. Well, you know. <laughs> but I think with an adult. Yeah, with an you get adult. There and the guy's just like, look, I'm trying to find a bomb. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm bomb dog. What if he smells something? And I look and I'm like, oh my God, there's been a bomb in my house this whole time. <laughs> Sponsored by Heineken. <laughs> Sponsored by Heineken. Sponsored by Heineken. So that's what I, I want to get a dog. And Do I'd, you want to be sponsored by Heineken? I, the dog or me? Um, The dog, the bomb sniffing dog. Are you going to do it? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it. It really depends on what happens with work. Which you don't know yet. Which I don't know yet. Which you'll know by the so, end of the year. Hopefully by the end of the year I'll have a better idea of what's happening with work. I understand. Because I'd like to just, you know, if for some reason I didn't have the job I have now, my probable plan would be to write stuff. Up, yeah, stuff. Humorous I would write humorous anecdotes. stuff, things, maybe things that involve Scott Mosier, maybe things that don't involve Scott Mosier. But the point is I would write stuff. And that would enable me to be home a lot more than now. Yes, with the dog. With the dog. You, just, you do have to think about when you travel. That's something I was thinking of, and then I was like, oh, well, that's what, that's what dog hotels are for. Technically, yeah. 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 And also, my good friend Scott Mosier wouldn't mind watching my dog for two days. It's true. You do have to watch out for like how dogs get along. But I feel like an army-trained dog is going to get along fine or be the most skittish animal you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, it's just like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bomb in his rib cage. That's from that Gary Sinise movie. Do you remember that Gary Sinise movie? Which one? There was a bomb in his rib cage. I just remember that from the trailer. Oh, no, I don't remember. It was in the future. Was it called There's a Bomb in His Rib Cage? I don't know. Oh, God, what was that movie called? 
Oh, Someone at a, home is screaming. Was Madeline but... Stowe in it too? I don't know. It was directed by. Uh, um, someone said, "I hope there's some good feeb food talk." Oh, we already covered that for you, audience. I did talk, feeble talk about a little bit about food. What's going on? Oh, it's more college studenty type things happening. They're walking by the window. Is this like a class that they do or I don't something? Know. They're like, welcome to entertainment class. <laughs> Sponsored by Heineken. Um, I'm, it was Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise was in the movie. Did you find it yet? No. It was your iPhone I'm Googling right now. Awesome. It's on the Edge Data Network right now. I, it was, I think it was directed by Gary Fleeter. I think it was Madeline Stowe was in it. It was in the future, and I believe it was a Dimension movie or a Miramax movie. How much more do you want me to do? Gattaca? No. No, Gattaca's with Ethan Hawke. Spence Ullman, a research scientist. The movie's called Imposter? Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, Imposter. It was part of a... um, I think it was was originally like there was like... They were going to do like a sci-fi trilogy at Dimension, and then they took two of the movies and expanded them into features. I believe that was one of them. What was the other one? Was the other one Gattaca? No, Gattaca, I don't like Gattaca was something. Yeah, I like Gattaca a lot. With Ethan Hawke? Yeah, and uh, Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah, Gattaca's a good good flick. Was Uma Thurman in it? Yeah. Oh, that was when it was like he had a, he wasn't the perfect kid or something like that? Yeah, like he was disabled. Yeah. Yeah. And he needed Ethan Hawke to be him. It was a DNA thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Made it like, I just remember like the scene of him trying to like, Wash like the dead skin cells off and like rubbing himself raw to get the dead so that yeah, there wouldn't yeah. have any DNA trace. I do that all the time. <clears throat> yeah, I've been there. Do you see Argo yet? No, I tell I dude, I haven't seen it. Listen, anything. I can't tell you the last movie I saw. I maybe saw a movie eight years ago. <laughs> what was it? Um, I don't know what the last movie I saw was. I think maybe the last movie I saw was. Hey, what's up? You think they listen to Phoebe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think I was, uh, I listened to, I watched Moonrise Kingdom was maybe the last movie I saw oh, in okay. the theater. The Wes Anderson special. We talked about that. Yeah, it was a long time that ago. That was a very long time ago. That was in May. It was a long, long time ago. Scott, I don't know what to say. We need to have a movie intervention for you. I don't know what to say. I sometimes watch them at home. If you'd like to relive movies you've seen, I have the perfect device. It's inserted into your rectum. (laughs) It stores up 85 movies. Rectal theater. (laughs) It's 3D. (laughs) Would you you do that if you're like... It's a small device that goes in your okay. rectum. Listen. Literally, will I'm not. I already haven't cut you off. You've said it's a small device that goes in your rectum, and I'm still listening. <laughs> it's a small device that goes in your rectum. Uh-huh. It stores up to a thousand movies. It has to be a rectum, though. Okay. And you can watch them at any time. It's you basically it's kind of like think about it, and then the movie comes on, and you see it. It's like the most. It's like how does pooping it. work? It's attached, so the poop just goes by. Oh. Yeah. You don't have to worry I'm about in. It. I'm in. Sign me up. A thousand movies. A thousand movies. Can I change the movies or am I stuck with those thousand movies for the rest you of my life? You just have to put your ass really close to like a airport <laughs> station. <laughs> just 
put your ass next to this time capsule. Closer. Closer to the airport station. There. There you go. Now you can get Avengers Director's Cut. Now you are next to the Airport Express. You can only get 500 movies. Move over to the extreme. It is your loss. It does not matter to me. That is a two-wire amp wireless router given to rectal you by AT&T. Technology. <laughs> Welcome to rectal technology. <laughs> um, shit, we gotta All do... All things rectal. <laughs> Welcome to ATR. This is ATR where... ATR World Enterprises. Welcome. This is where we do our most advanced rectal research... This is our head rectum. This is this is a device that will let you watch a thousand movies at any time. This is a device that will generate memories from spies. <laughs> Both of these are sponsored by Heineken. <laughs> it's real soft. <laughs> let me bring it down a little bit. These are sponsored this by Heineken. Sponsored by Heineken beer. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny that he's German, too. It's a German beer. Yeah. Well. I really yeah. feel like we planned it, but we didn't. No. It's all. <coughs> it's the art of riffing, kids. Uh, <laughs> That's the art of riffing. We have to get to some Phoebe Reads. Yeah, yeah. Now, Scott has uh, printed something out now. Because I didn't bring him. Every so often, uh, Scott will either have uh, the book with him or use his telephone. Today... He's printed something out for us. I had, I did have my assistant actually print this up. Scott just dropped the fact that he has an assistant. We're gonna glaze over that. Um, Does your assistant go to producer meetings? He lives in my rectum. Assistant. <laughs> this rectal is assistant. the rectal <laughs> assistant. <laughs> you want to keep your schedule. Your calendar makes phone calls. You can only schedule things three months in advance. <laughs> we are working on the model that will do one year. <laughs> But we need more money from Heineken. (laughs) A-R-T. Art. (laughs) It is a piece of art. (laughs) Is it not? Who's he looking at? Sponsored by Heineken. Who's he looking at? (laughs) What was A-R-T again? Uh, Erectal. Erectal technologies. Technologies, yeah. All rectal technologies? Anal rectal technology. <laughs> That's redundant. This is, is, we know it is redundant, but we needed a good acronym. Um, okay, I have, I'm, I'm going back to nonfiction. Okay. And to an author I've reviewed before. I might even mention this book, but I'm going to do it more in depth. Um, it's called Blood and Thunder. Ugh. Rectal technology. Um, no, Blood and Thunder, the epic story of Kit Carson and the conquest of the American West. Okay, all right. Uh, A magnificent history of how the West was really won, the epic tale of shame and glory. Um, It was written by Hampton Sides, who wrote Ghost Soldiers, which is another book I recommended. And if you like that book, you will definitely like this book. Um, Here's all I'll say. uh, In the fall of 1846... 
the venerable Navajo warrior Narbona, I don't know if I'm saying that right, greatest of his people's chieftains, looked down upon the small town of Santa Fe, the stronghold of the Mexican settlers he had been fighting his whole long life. He had come to see the rumors were true. If an army of blue-suited soldiers had swept in from the east and utterly defeated his ancestral enemies, as Narbona gazed down on the battlements and cannons of a mighty fort the invaders had built, he realized his foes had been destroyed. Destroyed. But what did the arrival of these new men portend for the Navajo? It's an awesome book. It kind of goes back and forth between the history of Kit Carson, who's kind of sent out to... Um, Carson was an illiterate mountain man who twice married Indian women and understood and respected the tribes better than any American alive. Yet he was also a cold-blooded killer who willingly followed orders tantamount to massacre. It's actually, it's, it's a really interesting book. It's not like a, people who are like, I don't like Westerns, which I don't know why you would say that, but um, um, it's, it's really good. Rich in detail and spanning more than three decades, this is an essential addition to our understanding of how the West was really won. That's Blood and Thunder by Hampton Sides. Matt has been reading his phone the whole time. I've been reading. Totally disinterested. I've not been totally disinterested in Feed Breeds. It's my favorite segment of the program. Well, you weren't looking at me. (laughs) You weren't engaged. Scott, do you need eye contact the entire time? The, uh... The book that I have for Phoebe Reads this week is unknown because I did not think of a book. Oh. <laughs> so that's kind of what I was doing. I was trying to like read. Trying to find a book. And like, I could not think of a book that I read this week. What did I read this week? I read these a while ago. This is not like a fresh book. No, I mean, I'm just trying to think of what I've been reading this week. I can't remember the book I just finished. This is the worst, ep- worst, worst Phoebe Reads segment ever. ever. I was going to bring in another book. Let's do let's do let's do a feedback real quick here. Let's go. I'm gonna go to the feedback right now. Here's the, here. Enjoy the feedback song. Once we get one. All right. Here we go. Uh, this is from Andrew. Just finished catching up on the podcast. I love the Canadian Sniper bit. You guys should end each show with the continuing adventures of Canadian Sniper and sign off with Take the Shot. A. Sorry. Just to let you guys know, I prefer your podcast to any of the other Nerdist and Smodcast shows. We win. Wow. That's right. We're done. Just <laughs> Welcome to the end of Thieves. We've accomplished uh, what we set out to do. Uh, do you think you or any other podcast do a live show near Lexington, Kentucky? It would be so fucking awesome. Anyway, thanks for the amazing podcast. My prediction for a live Phoebe is that it might never, ever happen. <laughs> Just because I, Scott's not big on uh, doing the live shows. I would never and, in my and, life say never. That's true. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. say never. Never say never again. Starring um, Sean Connery. With Kim Bassinger. Oh, look at you. Rowan Atkinson. I saw that in the theater. You went to that instead of A View to a Kill? I saw A View to a Kill in the theater, too. Oh, you were just, you were a Bond fan in 1985. 
I was like, I was, I mean, we just go see movies and there was like fucking ladies and that shit. Yeah. Young man. That's good stuff. That was good stuff. I would love to do a live feed. Uh, It's just a matter of finding the right time and the right venue. Because we don't know what we could pull. Maybe 20 people show up to, you know. Yeah. And it's just like a thing. 20 people and then. And then there's like five other people who came, yeah. not knowing what it was, right. and then they yell at us. So I mean, we'd love to, Andrew. Thank you for your email, and uh, you know, we're not gonna ever. We're not saying no. We're not saying it no. might happen. I know that it, it's not gonna be at the Smorgy, unfortunately, unless we do it from the parking lot. <laughs> Tailgate, Tailgate show, Tailgate Smorgy. Uh, so this is from uh, Jeff. Jeff Leboff. Oh, I see Jeff on the the Twitter a lot. Uh, have a burrito. It's really the only logical compression of enjoy your burrito. So that's his that's his vote for what we should sign off as. I'm not sold yet. I haven't heard the the I haven't heard the sign off yet. I just started listening to your shows from Terry. Just started listening to your show. I'm just about finished with full frontal foodity. I gotta say, I really love it. You two guys have a great chemistry, and I hope the show continues for quite some time. Uh, I almost like it better than the Nerdist. Don't tell Chris. I won't. Well, technically, he said he almost. Yeah. Does, so you could tell Chris. Uh, isn't, that, is... isn't that him saying that he still likes the Nerdist better? Listen, doesn't Why matter. didn't he say don't tell Scott? Here's someone who would love... Uh, 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 this is just from... Uh, M... I just have your initial on here because it just says Yahoo as the name, but I'm sure that's just because it's from your Yahoo address. But he says, I would... Oh, Marty. I would purchase a T. However, nothing ever comes in my size. Do you think I could get one 4XLT? I'm six foot eight and 350 pounds. Never have have anything cool in my size. Love the show. Marty, I will say this to you right now. If we can find a 4XL tall T-shirt, we will make one. For you, specifically for you. It's not like a size we're going to carry. Yes. But Although, Marty, don't hold your breath because Matt no, said earlier in the show listen, that he doesn't follow through. <laughs> listen, I'm going to follow through on this. Don't say that I don't follow through. Dana's on it. <laughs> Dana will send you a F4X. No, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We'll do it. I'm going to do I it. I think we should get that dude a t-shirt. We're going to do it. Scott's even in it. I'm ready to do it. A lot of people you told me. You a lot of were, people want t-shirts. I want t-shirts. I'm gonna if need. We a, were in a relay, if we were in a relay race, right? Yeah. You passed the baton. You to me? took the baton. You I took, took the, the baton. baton. I took the baton, and now I'm passing it. <laughs> if you want to pass it back, pass it back, and I will call the person that we're supposed to call. Oh my God! You hear? You heard it here first. I think things are gonna happen because <laughs> Scott's gonna be in charge of doing something. When it's left to me, it just does not See, happen. If you give it to me, and you're just like, oh, he's, if it's just like, I just got to call that dude, then I'll call that dude and be like, what do we got to do to get going? <laughs> Operation Lawn Mosier. <laughs> this is an email from somebody. Pretty good name, right? Operation Lawn Mosier? Yeah. Because remember we talked about uh, Operation Tranrep? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, lawn Mosier, I like that. Yeah. Uh, David and Gordy are the Canadian attaches to the FBI. For the joint FBI-RCMP operation Lawn Mosier to catch notorious underage drinker Scott Mosier. <laughs> Based on Scott's description of Gordy, I'm guessing he's the sniper. Mike. Mike, 
thank you for breaking down David and Corey's position <laughs> at the uh, at the FBI I like Operation Law Mosher. That was it. Was a lot of fun. Uh, the uh, let's see. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's a good feedback. If you'd like to email us, uh, we'll do a feedback next week. Uh, it's four eyes and beard at gmail dot com. Yep, and uh, we'll do some of those. We'll get moving. We'll have. I'll tell you this. We'll have news for the shirts bef- by the next episode, which is we will have. Incre- we'll ha- we will have done something. Should and, we try uh, to record next week? Or are you not here? Yeah, I would like to try to record next week. All right. I'd like to. Here's what I would like to do with Phoebe. Every two weeks, but if we can do it more frequently than every two weeks, we'll do it. Deal. All right. All right. I'm ready. There you go. Because I, you know, we had a huge. Huge break in the summer, and uh, we were yeah. just we, we just both got really busy. Scott took on a new project, and I was traveling a lot, so uh, we apologize for that. And to make it up for you, we're gonna we're gonna try and do a little bit more than every two weeks. Yeah. So, and I'm home till the end of the year. So, congratulations. We're gonna do it. We're yeah. gonna make shit happen. I'm pretty much home till the end of the year. I love it. That's it. So uh, that's it for Phoebe this week, you guys. We'll see you maybe uh, maybe in a week, maybe in a fortnight, but at most a fortnight. Yeah. How long is a fortnight? Two weeks. Okay. Uh, we still haven't come up with a sign-off yet. Have a burrito. Enjoy your week and have a burrito. You got to say both? Have a week. No, because you guys say have a week on Smod. We say enjoy your burrito. So you're saying have a burrito. Have a burrito. Have a burrito. Have a burrito. There you go. Burrito spelled backwards. We'll see, this burrito is <laughs> going to burrito. go up your ass. This rectal burrito. You must enjoy this burrito rectally. It is sponsored by Heineken. What if somebody was like, the best burrito you ever eat, you have to enjoy rectally? Okay. You try it? I mean, how would I taste it? I don't know. I'm not saying it makes any sense. <laughs> I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just saying, would you even be tempted? So I would listen. Like, to the, you don't I have would to put the whole thing in there. I'll again, just give you a bite. I would listen to the proposal. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'm listening. And what if I was like walking around going like, oh, that's amazing? <laughs> I would ask you where you where you got it, how it got into your ass. Like, did you have to put it there, or did like a, someone else like do there's it? A, there's a rectal burrito technician. Who helped? Um, who helped put it in there? Okay, so this is like a medical procedure. Are their hands sanitized? Yeah. Okay. These are professional. And it's safe. I'm like, I hope so. <laughs> I'm only midway digesting it. Well, I think. Uh, all right, I'm in. Right. I'm in. We're gonna <laughs> have a rectal week. burrito, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.